1: Good evening Broncos fans and welcome to the Orange and Blue View podcast with myself Thomas Hall and Ron White as your co-host and tonight it feels like Ron it feels like we have been over with free agency for a a while Uh, it just it seems like it went so fast that I you know I don't know what what are your feelings, man? We were talking about this earlier. It, it seems like free agency for the Broncos just was over in the first day. It felt like.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it <laughs> seems like as though it came and it went, and <laughs> you know that that first, I guess those forty eight hours, it was it was kind of like a madhouse where you know we were signing just about everyone. It seems yeah. <laughs> we were getting news, we were getting alerts on you know the offensive line just being reshaped. Yeah. Um, in a matter of a few days. And, you know, it, it it's an exciting feeling for Broncos country for sure, uh, Thomas, that, you know, now the biggest need on the Broncos team, at least from first glance, has been addressed. Of course, we'll see how it shakes out, right, once they start to um, play games on the field. But, um, it's very encouraging what they've done in free agency so far.
1: Absolutely. And, and realistically, it's only, been, it's not even over. I mean, it feels like it's yeah. over, but the official day was Wednesday, right? And so we, we had to see everybody getting signed before Wednesday even happened really. I mean, unofficially, but we kind of knew the makeup a few days. So we both have had our chance to kind of let this sink in, kind of understand, you know, the, the makeup of the team now going forward what we liked and what we didn't like. And that's what we're really going to talk about tonight is, is what, what are some of the favorites? What are kind of our grades for each of these uh, players that we saw the Broncos sign and then kind of talk about what's next. What, what are they, what do they have left to address? Because they're really, they pretty much used up most of their cap space. So in order to do anything else, it's going to have to be small signings or uh, there's going to to be a restructure or something. And so we're going to jump into that tonight. So we want to welcome everybody in. We got, we got everybody uh, online. Now we're on Twitch. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. So thank you for joining. We're going to grab a few of these comments to say hello to some of the folks that are jumping in here. We've got Mike S coming in saying, what's up Thomas, Ron, Scott, Dylan and Broncos country. Thank you, Mike, for being here. Appreciate it. We always, uh, we always appreciate you being here. And, uh, We've got um, David Yunkin coming in saying Broncos country evening. We need a center edge running back D line and speedy receiver. So David is already jumping in uh, with the comment about what we're going to, what we're going to hopefully see the Broncos do next. So, so Ron, let's, let's just take a quick stab at that. What are you, what do you think are the biggest needs going forward now after we've seen this, this flurry of free agent signings?
2: Yes, and thank you, David, for that that comment. Jumping right in, we we greatly appreciate it. Uh, t- to David's point, I would say the biggest would be center. I-, I think center is still a big need. Now, I know there have been high hopes for Cushenberry to maybe take a leap forward with new coaching, um, a new scheme. He he might be better, but we we can't we can't rely on that, Thomas. So I would say. The biggest need for me would be center, and David, you're right on edge as well. We definitely need to address the edge depth. You know, outside of Gregory, Raron, Browning, we, we we need to look at depth. Obviously, we know Nick Benito is there, but you know, is he going to turn that corner? We we, we can't bet on that. So definitely, edge would be a concern. And then I would, I'm still on the train of a dynamic inside linebacker now i have been more <laughs> I, i'm a big fan of inside linebackers and i feel as though they've they've not been given their credit uh, as they should be and i know we signed alex singleton we signed him again and it's great you know he he did well with the team last year um josie jewel we, we, we know what he can bring as well but we need a good dynamic coverage inside linebacker so that might be one of the positions they maybe look in the draft to address. Um, but I would say at the forefront, the biggest three needs for me: center, edge, inside linebacker.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- definitely, uh, you you and I are agreeing on center. Although I feel like Sean Payton may like what Cushionberry had to offer coming out of college. So he thinks, you know, sometimes coaches think they can you know, do a reclamation project, so to speak, and and he'll fit. So we'll see what they do. They're going to have to draft a center either way because Cushenberry's unrestricted free agent after this season. So Michael Ronquillo coming in already. Thank you with the Facebook thank stars. You. We really, really enjoy having you here, and the support that you give us is wonderful with those Facebook stars. So thank you so much, Michael. He says, good evening, Thomas Hall and Ron White on the orange and blue view. Go Broncos and Buckham. So thank you for that, Michael. Appreciate you being here. And we got Lawrence coming in with Facebook stars as well. Man, we appreciate the support. Thank you. And he, Lawrence says, uh, what up, guys? How's everyone? I'm glad we got our fullback. Yeah, you're a big fullback guy. So am I. I love fullbacks. Ron, Ron how do you – before we get into these grades, let's just talk about the fullback for a second. Are you surprised? Are you happy? Or do you not really care about fullbacks as much as uh, myself and Lawrence?
2: I'm not surprised. I'm actually thrilled. You know, I, I think the fullback I'm I have a soft space in my heart for the fullback position. You know, it's kind of been one of those those dying positions, if you will. I know, you know, Kyle Shanahan's other folks use the fullback with use check. But, you know, this offense, it can definitely um, help. And I'm glad we got, you know, Mike Burton off the Chiefs. I, I think it'll I think it'll definitely help um, with this team. So I'm I'm right there with the elements, right? Having a fullback. Um, you know, and I think it's been a while since the Broncos have had, one. I forgot the yeah, I know we had one a few years ago, but now that seeing that position now come back um, to Denver, it's good. It's exciting. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yep.
1: Yeah. I I love the signing only uh, not only because I love fullbacks and I know that uh, Sean Payton uses fullbacks, Mm -hmm. but the also thing is he just come, he's coming from a championship team. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a nice, nice little uh, addition, a little bit of championship mentality coming in. Mm -hmm. So I love that they've got a fullback. I think they're going to use him, uh, you know, not extensively because fullback is a bit of a dying breed, so to speak. But he's going to get his uh, opportunities to block and to get a few receptions a little, uh, you know, out of the backfield. So I, I think it's a great signing. So I appreciate it. Uh, Lawrence and Gina's coming in, Gina Cooper coming with Facebook stars again, you, appreciate it. Uh, don't, you know, don't forget to like the show, do all that support us. We, we really appreciate it. We, we love doing the show and we're just going to keep it rolling here. But Gina says, I have to say overall, we've been making waves with free agency, but more work lies ahead. Broncos country, we got this. And yeah, I agree. There's still some work left to do, but you can't be upset with what they've done so far. The Broncos have gone out. They've spent the money. And I've always said, you don't win the Super Bowl in March and you don't win the Super Bowl in April, but they have went out and were aggressive to fill the holes on this roster and do the best they can with some of the top talent that was out there. And so you can't can't be upset that they went out and spent the money. I mean you can argue that maybe they overpaid a little bit but that doesn't matter. They went out and filled the addressed the needs. So in and, and for my money, my number one uh free agent signing this this off season has been Ben Powers. I love that signing. I was hoping that they would get him from the get go, but I didn't know if they could spend the money on a big name right tackle which I think was the bigger need and still get Ben Powers, but they went and did it. You know, okay. so to me that was I think that's an A for uh ben powers that's an a for me i loved it what about you ron
2: yeah i i agree so i would say as far as the grade for ben powers i agree definitely an a i i think you and i's ones and twos mates differ a bit but my top ranked mike for glitch it's been a big need for a long time and the fact that we now have stability at right tackle and I'm trying to pull up the numbers here. I believe it was four years, $87.5 million, um, with $50 million guaranteed um, for Mike McGlinchey.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: I I give that a solid a I I think that was one of the biggest moves for the Broncos and one of the moves that they needed to do the most and he can come in he's still 28 years old can come in one of the top tier offensive tackles in the league coming in and I believe I have some also some other records of six sacks allowed I think that was tied for eight and then 10 penalties committed so we can definitely use his services. And I'm right there with you on Ben Powers as well. Um, my number two, solid A, 26 years old, hitting his prime. Zero sacks allow Thomas. Zero. Yeah. yeah. So coming in with those stats already, with Sean Payton, with this scheme, can definitely pay big dividends for this offensive line.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was glad they got McGlinchy. I preferred, I preferred Juwan Taylor just because of youth. And, and, you know, there's a few issues that coming in. I still think McGlinchey, I think the right tackle had to be addressed and they went and got who they thought was the best. And that, I can't knock him for that, but I would, uh, I think he's a B plus in my mind, but I still, you know, they needed to do this. Like I said, I've been saying that they haven't had a right tackle, a solid right tackle since they moved Orlando Franklin to guard way back in the day. So they've been searching around for a long time to get it. So uh, I'm glad they did. And Phil McLaughlin, thank you for coming in here tonight. Thanks for being here with the Facebook stars. Again, we love the support. We appreciate it. And uh, we love seeing you here. You always have great comments. And his comment today is evening, Thomas, Ron, and Deacon Scott. I'm glad to see we signed PJ. And I'm assuming that's PJ lock. I really think it helps our safety depth. Go Broncos and Buckham. What do you think of the signing?" with PJ Locke, and what do you think that means going forward for any other safety options out there?
2: Yeah, again, thank you, Phil. Um, you know, we appreciate your generosity as always. Um, so as far as PJ Lock, I, I, I thought it was great. You know, it, to Phil's point, it definitely does help with the depth. Um, he can come in and help out on um, certain snaps, certain scenarios, maybe with some special team help as well. Um, so we can definitely use the – depth at the safety position um we know Caden stearns but we'll see what happens i know he's going to be coming back from injury kareem jackson i don't see him with this team after this week but we, we don't know um so i can definitely see why they, they re-signed him now what it means for signing someone else i still don't think that's off the table you know i know there are rumors out there um about C.J. Gardner-Johnson, <laughs> you know, being tied to the Broncos. And I know, obviously, there's some familiarity with Sean Payton back in New Orleans um, before he got traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. So we can definitely see that signing um, come, you know, if 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 the size degree, if there's mutual interest. But great that they re-signed P.J. Lock. I've always been a P.J. Lock fan, but it does not preclude the Broncos from signing C.J. Gardner-Johnson or even addressing that in the draft as well.
1: Yeah, my feelings on his great depth signing. I liked P.J. He he was opportunistic a few times. You know, he, he plays well in special teams. The thing about, it, to me, is you've got to let your young guys develop, mm-hmm. right? So you, for me, I don't know it necessarily keeps them from signing a big name safety, but I think Caden Stern's development does. You've got to let your young guys develop. When I looked back at, you know, I looked back at, uh, for the show on Friday morning, I looked back at the, uh, uh, the 1994, 95, 96 uh, Broncos and how they developed like Tom Nalen and, and all in Alan Aldrich along with getting these, big name free agents to come in and help solidify that team. And they have a bunch of them that they need to do that with. They've Mm -hmm. got to, they got to have faith in Caden Stearns. Mm -hmm. And if you go out and you get a a big name safety, you're basically saying, we don't have any faith in you Caden to develop. And he was a great rookie. He -hmm. did a great job. He had some injuries last year, but let him develop. Let some of these young guys like, you know, Dulcich and Mathis and Stearns kind of step up and become the players that they should become without, you know, because you can't just go spend money everywhere and fix every every hole. So that's my thoughts on P.J. Locke. Great depth signing, and I think he's going to be a fun guy to watch
2: this year. So, I agree. And we have Gary Palmer coming in here. Thank you, Gary, with the $10 super chat. He says, hey, Orange and Blue View in Broncos country, I am holding off on the optimism, <laughs> but it's getting hard with all these cool picks. <laughs> Go Broncos, MHH for life. Yes, Gary. It's You know, that's kind of been, how how could I put this? It's I know me personally, (laughs) you know, I've always been optimistic after these free agent signings that the Broncos are going to do better. We're going to have a winning record, right? And, you know, we've always been, you know, proved wrong later on in the year as the season starts. But I do think, Gary, you're right. It is difficult to a degree just because, i think this time we can say our optimism is valid it is warranted just because we have the coaching in place yeah and i think with that that, that 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 that's that goes far enough right i think once you get the coaching in place we have players with specific with great stats across the board right based on their career um with all that in place how can you not be optimistic so I'm right there with you. It it I think we can all go into this season encourage that the Broncos should do well. They should be able to go toe to toe with any team in the league based on the coaching, and then the free agent signings, and then we'll see what happens in the draft as well.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Garrett. Man, you're the, you're the man. Thank you for the support. We always appreciate you. Always see you here. It's it's wonderful. I'll I'll say the same thing. Hi, I'm like one of the most optimistic Broncos fans out there, probably, and I let that kind of you know, get me hyped up for the season each year. And the last few have been very disappointing, but I'll tell you, it is, uh, it's hard not to be, you're right. I am going to hold off my optimism, but the you cannot, like I said earlier, you cannot argue with the fact that they went out and addressed some glaring needs on this team. Now, all they need is health to to really, uh, you know, for the season to, to have all that come to fruition, you know, have good health. I think Russell Wilson's going to come back uh, to play as well as he was in the past. So I think you're going to have a solid team you know they just got a couple things to fix so gage coming in all right gage Madrid thank you for coming in and with this comment appreciate it gage appreciate you being here it says good evening Thomas and Ron given the current financial situation what are the odds of landing CJ Gardner Johnson Stern's hip injury gives me cause for concern at safety now we were just talking about this a little bit so thank you gage for for kind of bringing this back around there there has been a ton of talk you know CJ, Gardner Johnson followed a bunch of people on Instagram, I guess, and then you know, uh hoping to to get uh you know a signing. Maybe that they he just wanted more than than the Broncos were willing to pay. I don't know what happened, and then he and then he unfollowed all the uh all the you know social media that he followed before the Broncos players and such. So, you know, I, I'm not I don't know exactly. I thought the cap was gonna was around seven million after they brought all these signing ins. I don't know, maybe it's a little bit more than that. It all depends on what. CJ Gardner Johnson wants in return. I mean, he's a big, kind of a big name signing. He may have priced himself above the market and that's why he's not signed yet. And that's maybe not what that might be why the Broncos didn't jump in there. I think he's a great safety, but again, you're right. Caden Sturge had, had an injury. Hopefully he's healed from that. It's not, I hope it's not, it wasn't as devastating injury as some of the hip hip injuries in the past. Like we saw with Bo Jackson and you know, those, those uh, stars that have hip injuries. But I like I said, I want I want the Broncos to trust in the development of their young players. So that's my thoughts on it. Gardner Johnson may have just priced himself out too high. That might be the problem.
2: Yeah, and I, I agree to an extent there, Thomas. Of you know, based on Gardner Johnson's play last year, I I think he did price himself out. And I know there's familiarity with him and Peyton, and he's probably going to command. You know, top dollar at that position. But in my mind, don't get me wrong, I would love Gardner Johnson as a player for the Broncos. But for me, it's more of more of a luxury signing, just because we have Justin Simmons. And you're right, the 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 injury to Stearns is a bit alarming, but it doesn't cause too much concern for me, given what I've seen from Caden Stearns. What we saw, you know, before the injury and even his rookie year was very promising. And I think once he comes back to full strength, you'll start to see more of that on the opposite side of Justin Simmons. So, again, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not saying that Gardner Johnson would be great for this team because he can definitely come in, do some great things. But I think it's more a wish list type luxury signing at least for me and again to your point thomas let let the players develop you you drafted Caden Stearns. let Caden Stearns continue to develop i mean we saw flashes there and i think more time he's on the field he'll even be better so
1: yeah and we got big earn coming in uh Thank facebook you, saying go broncos country only yes. and that is that's the right you know none of these second favorite teams for me it's <laughs> It's Broncos or nothing. It's uh I love the Broncos and I don't like 31 other teams. So you're right. Thank you for that coming in. Appreciate Thank it. You, Appreciate we got it. Daniel Yost coming in from YouTube saying good evening Broncos country. Would you guys agree that the Broncos are the winners this off season so far in free agency frenzy so far? My personal opinion, I do need some more O line and D line. Well, I, yeah, like I said, Daniel, I'll I'll just give you a second here to to think about this, and I'll just say I, I hate proclaiming a winner in March, right? I just, I really do. But when you look at the needs that they had and how they addressed them, they went out and were aggressive and got the top, the first two names on the list, Powers and McGlinchey, were some of the top, most sought after players, and they went out and got them. And they filled huge needs on that offensive line, remade the offensive line, and remade the attitude of the offensive line with those two signings, in In my opinion. So when you look at it as whether they, there were the winners against other players teams I, I can't say you know i know that some of the other teams are really good but for what the broncos needed they went out and they did it now there's a couple things that they still need to address I they went out and got a running back in perine but they still need another running back because they're they're short there you know so there's a few a few things that they have to do you know they never address center so still a few names out there but for overall when you look across the board they did what they needed to do and that's what i'm impressed with they didn't care about you know cheap being cheap they went out spent the money and they got what they needed
2: yes and again thank you daniel for your for your question much appreciated and i would say we 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 are the biggest winners because we have the richest owner in the nfl (laughs) (laughs) so we have the most cash up front whereas we can guarantee a lot of these contracts and we we targeted who we thought would help and granted, these are top-tier players that we desperately needed. Again, McGlinchey, Powers, Zach Allen. You know, Stidham's more of a backup option, as we know, but even re-signing Alex Singleton. So, addressing the offensive line, addressing the D-line with Zach Allen, and then bringing in the running back with Samadji P Ryan. I mean, it. Th- these are glaring needs that needed to be addressed. So... I would say, looking at it holistically, we were the biggest winners of free agency thus far. Now, you know, we do still have some work to do. There's still some holes to fill, and there could be one or two out there in free agency that they'll target. Of course, we have the draft, but I am very impressed with what the Broncos have done so far. But I will say a close second, I know we're not. You know talking about other teams too much <laughs> but i would say the chicago bears also did a great job yeah. um and, and and free agency as well surrounding justin fields with with good talent i would probably say they're a close second or third but yeah definitely the broncos hands down um I
1: broncos country only you know yeah. you heard you heard Big Earn. broncos country only no we got Phil coming back in with Facebook stars again, man. Thank you for the support. It's is great and a very good question here because people have been talking about it, right? They've been and we see needs in the running back position. But Phil McLaughlin's asking, what do you guys think about getting Austin Eckler in case Williams cannot play? Now that's a good question, Ron. What do you think? Not only do you do you like Austin Eckler, or do you do you think that the Broncos have interest?
2: Yeah, I like Austin Eckler. I I think the interest is there. It's are the Chargers willing to trade in the division, right? Because I think right now it would be via a trade, if I'm not mistaken. So would they be willing to trade within the division? I think that's my, that'll be kind of my question, my concern. Also, what Austin Eckler does bring is very dynamic. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, Sean Payton will find a way to use him. I just don't, again, I can't see it right now, given what Sean Payton kind of wants to do. Now, I know Austin Eckler can run hard, can catch it out of the backfield, but I mean, we've already brought in Samadji P Ryan for that. And, you know, Samadji P Ryan's a bruiser. He can catch it out of the backfield. He can block well. So you already signed a running back that can do all the things that you want to do and the draft is still here, right? It's still pending for you to actually look at some running back options. As good as he is, and he would be a nice to have in this offense, I just don't see Eckler being in play for the Broncos.
1: Yeah, and not only that, the Broncos don't have a lot of draft capital to send. So it'd have to be, you know, I don't think the Chargers want to get rid of him for, you know, peanuts. So I I don't know. I think he'd be a great fit. I think Sean Payton would use him extraordinarily well, but let's face it. There is a need there. I know that they went out and got uh three, but Javante Williams knee injury was pretty devastating. Mm-hmm. And it would be a miracle really for Williams to be back on the field mm-hmm. from day one. And it will be almost that to have him play and play well uh, anytime during this season, when you have multiple ligament knee injuries, I read a study 17% of football players get back to their production before the knee injury. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I love Javante Williams. I'm hoping that he returns and as good as he was or better, but the Broncos have to do more stuff. And I think they're going to have to address it in the draft. Yeah, they, You know, they're going to have to do something They they don't have the draft capital to go trade Frost and Eckler. They're going to have to bring somebody else in and and it may, could be Latavius Murray or something like that. Yeah. But Austin Eckler, I think, is like you said, it's a trade within the division and they don't have a lot of capital to throw out there. So I don't I don't know if it's a realistic, uh, you know, thing to happen uh, this offseason.
2: Yep, I agree. And coming in here, Gary Palmer. Thanks, Gary, again. Thank Arthur you very P much, it, as always. he Yes. Am I seeing it right by saying we are looking for depth except center now? I would Say mostly yes, Gary. I I would say we're looking more at depth. um, Maybe picking up another free agent signing or two for depth, but definitely in the draft. I I would say most of again outside of center, edge. Again, for me, inside linebacker and corner. I would say we're we're looking mostly on looking at addressing that depth for now, Um, and I can see them again, looking at options on um, whenever we pick in the draft to address that. But I, I definitely, I definitely agree there, Gary, for sure.
1: Yeah, And, and speaking of center, as we, we've talked, I think you people might have to start to come to terms with the fact that Lloyd Cushenberry may very well be the starting center entering the season. Yeah. Because if they wanted to go get a center to replace him, they would have been aggressive with that because they had, they still had some money but they went and they they filled some other spots in, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, you can draft a center, but what was we saw with Cushenberry getting thrown in as a center, you don't always get a great, you know, the rookie doesn't always perform well. I mean, there's still some options out there. They could get Rodney Hudson. He's an experienced, older vet. Ben Jones, same thing. They're about the same age. They're kind of winding down their careers. They may be willing to take, you know, a smaller contract to come in for a year, something of that nature. They're definitely going to dra- draft a center. But like I said, we, we have to come to terms with it. They, they may be starting Lloyd Cushenberry uh, when we enter the season and hopefully he can make that leap uh, from the poor play that we've seen into at least a middle of the road center would be great. That would be, be wonderful, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but you know, like a Hudson or somebody like that might come in, uh, come in later, but I think all the big name kind of, Centers that you saw out there that were available have all been signed somewhere already. So the young kind of big ticket free uh, free agent centers, they're all kind of gone. Yeah. So it's an old guy or an inexperienced guy or draft or it's Cushionberry. I mean that's that's where we're looking. But th- yeah, I think you're right. I th- the one question that I have, I mean I love the Zach Allen signing too. I I was disappointed that Draymond Jones went somewhere else. He was my first target, but I like how I like Zach Allen. But we also, we also saw Deshaun Williams get uh, signed elsewhere, unrestricted free agent, other starter. So the Broncos are, I think they are hoping that they're two rookies that played. They played pretty pretty well for rookies last year. You know, Henningsen played quite a bit. And I think, um, you know, I think they're hoping one of those guys steps up and can play opposite of Zach Allen with DJ Jones in the middle. Uh, and, and like I said earlier, you have to trust your draft, right. You have to trust that you've got these, these players you're developing, developing them and that they're going to start to pay dividends as, you know, good depth or starters uh, on that defensive line rotation. And I think they have two of them that they, that they really like. And I think, I think that, that, that they may not, they may not bring in any more depth on the defensive line, even though it's a question mark, they, they really, they really should.
2: Yeah. And going back to your comment on, on center, it, you know, we don't know what Sean Payton and the offensive line coach thinks about Cushionberry, right? They can be higher on Cushionberry than we are, right? Again, this is a different scheme coming in, too, right? So with this scheme, right, we, you know, they could definitely um, be more optimistic about Cushionberry. And to your point, Thomas, yeah, don't be surprised to see Cushionberry be your starting center. It might yeah. be, that that could definitely happen. Yeah. Um, and on the defensive line, again, that that's where. Again, I don't see any, I just don't see any big, any other ticket names out there in free agency. But I expect to see that uh, be addressed in the draft. And you're right, Henningsen and Aruzirike, um, they showed flashes last year on the defensive line. And um, I think with the better coaching coming in with Vance Joseph, I, I think they can definitely continue that growth. But I can definitely see defensive line being Address um with a pick or two within the draft for sure yeah and we got a good question
1: here from Sparky coming in from YouTube so thank you Sparky for for being here tonight thank you for uh, this comment he's he says why is no one mentioning the Bulls injury and that's a good question I mean but I think the Bulls injury wasn't as bad as it was it was a fracture I believe it did put him on injured reserve and he wasn't able to return because it took a while to heal but I don't think typically a fracture like he had is uh, is uh, one that you can't overcome and come back and and still play well. It's not as bad as a you know some major ligament damage because I don't think if I remember correctly I don't think he suffered any sort of tendon or ligament damage. It was just a break and those usually heal up quite well and hopefully he comes back and plays not like he was playing last year but the year before. <laughs> I would I hope that you know he rekindles some of that good play that he had but everybody's banking on that that is healed and he's coming back as the starting left tackle. Now, if he doesn't, then that that's a major issue. I mean, who who do they have to kind of backfill that? There really isn't anybody at this point. So, I think they're very uh, confident that he comes back and is is playing at a at a high level as he as he's capable of. We, we'll see how he plays, but with with Ben Powers next to him, I think he's going to play better.
2: Exactly. You you actually hit the nail right in the head. I think with Ben Powers, and again, thank you, Sparky. Um, for your question, with Ben Powers next to him, I, I think Bowles will definitely play better, and we'll start to see the Bowles um, the year before last. Um, and you know, the the injury is it's not as concerning to your point as like the Javante injury. Um, it's something that the Broncos should still consider, right, as we go into as they go into the draft, um, look at depth behind Bowles, right, at tackle position, but. For me, that's just not something that we should be too worried about. I, I do believe bowls should be ready and be okay. I'm about to at least start the season and move forward. Yeah. So yeah. So we've been kind of talking about the big name free agent. We we liked
1: uh, I we don't think we gave a grade for Zach Allen. I give that grade a, a an A minus because they mm-hmm. filled in a need with somebody who's coming into their prime just like just like Draymond Jones was. I, I kind of like the signing, not as much as I would have liked to see Draymond Jones back because I think he offers a little bit more in the pass rush. Area, but I mean, Zach Allen wants to be here. I, I really liked it, but there, there's all these secondary signings too. We've got, we've got uh, Traymond Smith, cornerback, kick, kick returner. We've got, we got fullback Burton, you know, he's, he's there. Uh, we've got Singleton, you know, Singleton came back and that yeah. I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on Singleton. We got Manhurts, what a name, right? Manhurts, the tight end, and then Stidham as the backup, uh, quarterback. So of those names, Ron. Who who's your uh, who do you like the best out of the you know after the big three the big stars right who who's the next on your list that you like? Uh, I would
2: say bringing back Alex Singleton um, was good, right? I, I you know what he was able to do last year, um, lean the team in tackles, and then the the deal he got I think it was three years, eighteen million, nine million guaranteed. I'm um, coming there being what alongside Josie Jewell I think that's good and then the corner from the Texans I think is good as well so those are kind of my two dark horse signings after the after the big names, just because of the versatility of this corner coming in right he can be corner depth obviously but um as the kick returner um coming in and helping out on special teams would be good but I would say those are those are definitely my two um as far as the ones I like I As far as the grade i give alex singleton coming back uh a minus just because obviously what he did last season um you know kind of holding down that middle with the tackles and then the corner i did give the grade of a b plus again just because of the versatility and we needed that depth at the corner and coming in and being a contributor on special teams depending on sean payton how the special team coach sees the team um can definitely be good for, for the Broncos as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think they get, I think they were reward rewarded Singleton because of his play last year as far as, you know, he, he was a tackling machine. I, don't get me wrong. I, I love inside <laughs> linebackers that tackle and his his stops were, were solid. His solo stops were for about three and a half yards. Mm-hmm. And that was that was right along the tops of the league. So mm-hmm. he was he's a good player. My only problem with um with Singleton is there's just not enough impact plays for me. You're they didn't give him big money though. So that's, I mean, that's not huge money. I mean, that's not Roquan Smith money, but he need. I, I want to see him have more tackles for a loss next this year coming up. I want to see, you know, an interception. I want to see some forced fumbles, that type of stuff. If you're, you know, if you're going to, because I, I keep going back to like, I remember watching Michael Brooks back in the day, tackling machine, But there wasn't just enough, there wasn't a lot of impact plays. And so they let him walk in free agency back in the day. And some of these other, you know, like Jesse Tuggle, I think about him, man, tackle, tackle, tackle. Uh, But some of those seasons that he was a leading tackler, he didn't have a lot of those impact plays. So, you know, you got to have those impact plays as an inside linebacker nowadays. So I'm not as high on Alex Singleton as everybody else. I love the tackling that he does. Great. You know, it's not seven yards down the field, as some people would would say, you know, he he was in there, but uh, a little bit more impact plays. And maybe maybe, you know, working with this team a little bit longer, getting used you know, he came in, kind of got thrown in after it was supposed to be Griffith and, and Jewel and Griffith got hurt. So it's kind of he kind of came in late and started starting. So, you know, you may see that better reaction in some of those instances where he takes a little bit more risks to cause some turnovers and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's an OK signing for me we got Lawrence coming in, Lawrence uh, coming back in saying, my son and I will be watching tape on the new running back tonight. He loves, he just loves watching it. And it gives me time to hit tape. I've been uh, seeing stat padding a lot where teams give the ball to a person in garbage time, just to be able to ship him out. Sometimes Jim's really got to watch out now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's good that you, you jump in there. I I like uh, Purine, but you know, he's, you know, he's just one of those signings that it's not a wow signing. You know, it's not like he's not on the Josh, Jacobs level or Saquon Barkley or anything, but I think he's going to be a solid player and he, he, you know, he fits the attitude that the, it looks like the Broncos want to have, they want to be, you know, kind of those maulers, you know, they want to be able to run the, the, the football down your throat when they, when they choose to. And, and so far that's what I've seen. And, and that, you know, he's one of those guys, but he's not, you know, he's not, Um, I would say, so dynamic that he's going to change the game, but he's going to be solid. And I appreciate we appreciate the support. Thank you, Lawrence, for coming back in. I, what do you think about uh, Purine there, uh, there
0: run?
2: Thank, thank, you, Lawrence. For i uh, much appreciate. I think that's where you and I disagree a bit because Samaj so P Ryan has been a mauler. I've been watching some tape, and I, I think people call him the Chiefs killer, <laughs> <laughs> right? And all the games that they played against the Chiefs and. I I I kind of view him more as obviously he's not Marshawn Lynch, but more of one of those just bruisers that can come in and just maul guys. Like just power running game. And not not only the running style, Thomas, of what makes him so special, it's his ability to catch passes out of the backfield. Yeah. And also to block. Yeah. When you're great great third down
1: yeah, yeah, picking up the blitz for sure. Picking up
2: the blitz for sure. And and Sean Payton's offense, we saw what, you know, I, I think the comparable player in the New Orleans offenses for Samaje would be a Mark Ingram, right? Being able to just power run, block when needed, catch it out of the backfield. And he can come in and do that because we're we're starting to see as we sign these free agents how this offense is going to take shape. And do not be surprised. It's going to be a running style emphasis on running based offense. And that's why you brought in players like Samar JP Ryan. So I think it's I I give it an eight, an eight. I give that an eight just because of again, we don't know where Javante Williams coming. We we don't know. We don't know what they're gonna do with Latavius Murray. I would love to see Murray come back on a one or two year deal. Right. But we don't know what the Broncos are thinking. So having him come in to bring some sort of stability in to this running back room, I think is great. Yeah. No, I think it was a good signing.
1: I'm just not I just don't feel like he's super dynamic and exciting Mm -hmm. type of player like some of these other big names out there. But, yeah, solid. He's an all around back. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, he can catch. He can he can block. He can pick up the blitz. You know, he's got the attitude that they obviously want. So yeah, I mean, and who knows, maybe this is his catalyst to like kind of step into that lead back role and really, really come on this, this season. We'll see obviously when it comes out. So yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't down on the signing. I think it was a good one. I just, I, I want to see them pick somebody in the draft that might end up being a little bit more dynamic than he is. So uh, jetty splash is coming in. Thank you for this comment. We really appreciate this comment it says, if it wasn't for mile high huddle, I would not know if this week was good or bad. Well, <laughs> thank you for watching all of the shows. I mean, we've been hitting, my, you know, this free agency period all week because it started on you know Monday, and it's been you know it's been the talk of the town, obviously. And yeah, thank you for that shout out. I mean, we, yeah, you. we've got plenty of shows on Mile High Huddle, so uh, and a lot of different expertise and perspectives, and that's what I like about all these shows is everybody brings a little bit different perspective. So my opinion is different than Ron's and somebody else's, you know, Chad or, or Zach or whoever, or Luke, you know, they're going to have a different opinion as well. So, so thank you for that. And, and we got Lorenzo De Pepe. I think that pronounced that right. Maybe I didn't, but I, I'm sorry if I butchered it, but Lorenzo, thank you for coming in. And he has a comment, you know, coming from Facebook saying love our old line, but still do not have the secondary to stop KC." Yeah, yeah, Ron. What's your take on the second secondary as is? I mean, we've got some good players. There's definitely some great players on in that secondary. But what is your take? Do you think they need to add something else? In, you know, like he says, to stop Kansas City because that that's the top dog. You
2: got to take them down. I agree. And again, thank you, Lorenzo. Not much appreciated. I would say, uh, yeah. So the secondary, it's it, it is solid as we know. I think one piece that can help stop Casey is adding another corner. Um, obviously, we know what PS2 is about, what he can do. Justin Simmons, we already know. Uh, depending on what they do with that other safety spot, you know, if Caden Stearns comes in. Um, but Damari Mathis was great. What we saw last season was very promising and encouraging, but we we still don't know and he's still kind of in that I guess growth period if you will so adding more experience uh more veteran leadership at corner would definitely be a good start um I would say I I was one of the biggest proponents of you know getting Darius Slay I was like can can the Broncos make this work somehow (laughs) with getting Darius Slay to be alongside Patrick Sertan um but you know adding that other corner would definitely be good lorenzo but i do see you know maybe one of those lower tier corners that with vance joseph i'm um, at the helm maybe can make some hay but i do see maybe them looking at that in the draft but i would say corner would definitely be or bolstering the corner position yeah. um would definitely be a good way to help stop kansas city cuz we know that's 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 the big that that's the big one we got to stop. we got to get over uh there's losing streak of kansas city and i i think we will this year but we, we definitely have to get that addressed
1: so here's my take on the secondary i think it's a solid secondary i think mm-hmm. i mean simmons is one of the best safeties in the league i think Sertan's the best cornerback in the league so mm-hmm. you've got those those are two positions that you don't have to worry about yeah Kwan williams a great corner mm-hmm. i think it was a great pickup I think he is, if he can stay healthy and he played, you know, he played injured, he had a cast on his hand for uh, some of the season. So he, uh, you know, that's another one. The big question mark for me is can Mathis continue his trajectory from where he was at the end of the season? Cause he kind of, you know, had a rough start, but he played really well Mm -hmm. as a rookie thrown into the fire Mm -hmm. and he held his own. If his trajectory is, is still continuing upward instead of, you know, leveling out or dropping down he's he's going to be a very solid cornerback in this league so i think that they have the secondary the only you know the growth in the secondary is where i'm i'm the most worried you know with mathis the young guys and caden stearns can they step up their game to the next level if they can i think the secondary is going to be one of the better secondaries in the nfl if that growth it happens and then there was a guy i liked uh delaron turner yell he was a rookie last year didn't get much playing time he's a safety you know, he's going to provide depth, but, you know, they liked him coming out of the draft. I actually liked him coming out of the draft. If he can make some progress as well, you're going to see, you know, that depth kind of fill in. And I think the that's what the Broncos brought in. Didn't go out and get a big time cornerback. They brought in Traymond Smith to add that depth in the secondary and be a kickoff returner. If, if Montreal Washington, you know, fails to improve and, and kind of sees those, that role. So I don't, I don't think they need it. I think they're confident in their young guys taking that next step. And I think they will. I I loved what Mathis did. I think that he was surprised me at how good he was coming in and playing as a rookie. So, yeah, I think they've got a secondary. I don't think they need to really go out and get anything else other than, you know, like you said, draft some players who they can develop into in, into stars, because at some point you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do with Justin Simmons down the road. Like yeah. you get, you know, a couple more years, and they're going to have to make a decision with him. So, you know, grab another safety in the draft to develop. So that's and, my, that's my take on it.
2: And we know what always helps out a good secondary, right? The, the presence up front. Right. And we know Randy Gregory, um, we, we, we know what he can bring. It's just a matter of, can he stay on the field? Uh Baron Browning, right? So that pressure, that edge pressure up front, the D line getting pressure inside, that that can definitely help out the secondary. So also bolstering those positions can make the secondary even more formidable. And you're and you're right, Thomas. If we the, as is, the secondary is is solid, right? I mean, I think we finished. I think passing, right, top. That's kind of been near the top of the league, right, the past few seasons. So the secondary is is known to do great it's just a matter of i guess my concern is more on the depth side right once one of these players do go down bringing in someone that can you know god forbid ps2 go down right right bringing in someone with that experience um to kind of steer the ship but yeah definitely if we could get that up front pressure taken care of the secondary would be that much better
1: yeah, and, and I, the only knock that I have on them is they didn't create enough turnovers. They didn't yeah. get enough interceptions. And they need more takeaways. But other than that, if they can get more takeaways this year, I think they're going to be just fine. And uh, sorry, Todd, I've been waiting here. Todd uh, came in with this comment, and he says, "I'm hoping part of what makes our returners better this year is having a more competent coach." And yeah, we hit on that. That's why they brought uh, Trayvon Smith in to take over the hopefully take over the kickoff return duties. Unless Washington, you know, improves enough to to hold on to that. I liked Washington. I knew it was a reach, but I think he's got the skill, and hopefully, he can he you know he can put those rookie woes behind him and and become a better returner. But yeah, I'm excited for the first time about their special teams. They've got some good, really good coaches in here to make that special teams better. I think the returners are going to be better, but the kickoff coverage, I think that you know the coverage has been the really kind of poor. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a big step. And, and some of these signings are for that, right? Like you're, yeah. you're going to see man hurts probably uh, in special teams. You're going to see, um, uh, you know, Burton on special teams. You're going to see Smith on pe- special teams. So some of that was to address yes. those special teams, woes in not just depth. So I, I think there's some great, great signings.
2: Yep. I agree that you did. not know in the head, Thomas, of a lot of these players, um, more so as we saw in the, the end of when the Broncos start to sign work to help the special teams because it's yeah, it's the coverage that has been plaguing the Broncos for years. So coaching coming in to help address that with the new players um would definitely at least help and get the special teams unit back to where it was. And I agree, like the the whole thing on Montreal, Washington, like I like Montreal Washington. I I don't think he was Use properly, I think, with the coaching with Dwayne Soups, really it, it didn't really go well. And now, with Sean Payton, new special teams coaching, and also look out for Sean Payton to use Montreal Washington in more than one way. Right? He can maybe still be there with special teams and as that returner, but also lining up as a receiver for gadget plays, right? So, using him, um his potential is, I think, why, you know, Sean Payton would definitely help bring out the best in him. We'll definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah, we got Lorenzo coming back in with a, a name that Broncos country should be familiar with because he played for the Kansas City Chiefs for a few years and then went to the Rams and then ended up in Baltimore, and that's Marcus Peters. So Lorenzo's asking, how about Marcus Peters? Now, yeah, I have my thoughts on Marcus Peters. Ron, I'm going to let you jump in on this first to see, what do you think about them bringing in a, a Marcus Peters?
2: Thank you, Lorenzo. Again, much appreciated as always. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not really the biggest fan of Marcus Peters. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think. You know, you're right with the Chiefs and even with Rams and the Raiders. He 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 does show flashes sometimes, but I feel though so sometimes with. He does guess when it when it comes to playing the ball. At least that's kind of what I've noticed. So, you know, I I I, I think the Broncos would be better off finding someone else in the draft and also you have to take on his contract too, right? And I already think with you having um, Jamon Smith with uh, PS2 um, and Damari Mathis, we, we, we talked about making sure we can have him develop so I feel as though coming in with, you know, take away snaps from Damari Mathis and so I I would I would want to pass on Marcus Peters um, Just because I want to see that development more from Damari Mathis. And you're right, Thomas. I think you brought up the point earlier of what Damari Mathis did last year was was great. Like you said, just being thrown in, holding his own. And I think him continuing that with the right coaching would help. And I feel that so that would be best for the Broncos. So for me, it's a pass on Marcus Peters.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was talking about creating turnovers and takeaways. And Marcus Peters is very good at that. I mean, he's a four-time All-Pro. You know, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to knock the guy. But the the thing that kind of uh, I – they're trying to change the locker room, right? They want a different attitude in that locker room. And, you know, what happened last year was bad. I don't know if he's going to be a good locker – I don't know that much about his locker room presence. But from what I've seen, you know, some of the stuff that he said in the past – I don't know if I'd want to bring that on right now. If you had a, uh, you know, if you had a serious team for the last couple of years that were, that had leaders across the board that could, you know, that had the locker room set and solid, I could, I could see bringing someone in then, but I just think for what, from my perspective, if you want to change that locker room, you want to change the attitude. I don't, I don't know if Marcus Peter throwing him in there is is a great idea. So, but he's a talented, talented cornerback, no doubt. Like he, he takes the ball away and, and I have just been talking about, you need to do that. So I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know if they want to throw that mix in there, you know, right now. So uh, no, it's a no for me, but Daniel Yost coming back in says, what would you guys grade this year's free agent class overall and the Broncos new look team so far overall. And that's a good question. That's why we're here, Ron. I'm going to let you give a crack. I know we've graded individual players, but let's give the overall class a grade and then we'll start to wrap up the show.
2: Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Much appreciated for your question. So, fusion class grade overall, I'm going to give it an A. Again, I, I like the why I gave it an A is because they addressed the most pressing need, which was on the offensive line. And to get two of the top players at tackle, at guard for that position. You know, you couldn't have done any better than that. So filling it, filling in and addressing those immediate needs was great. I love the Zach Allen signing. Again, I gave the Zach Allen signing. It was a, an A-. Um, you know, I was bummed out by the fact that we couldn't get Draymond Jones back. But um, Zach Allen has been great with the Cardinals. And, of course, there's familiarity there with Vance Joseph. Um, and then some of the other signings, Jared Stidham was a solid backup. Um, bringing back Alex Singleton was great as well um, with the corner and then P.J. Locke. So I would say overall, um, A- minus would be my grade. And then the new team outlook, new look team so far overall, I would say, again, center would be the thing we should target next or the, the Broncos should target next. And then looking to address the depth with some of these positions. Um, and again you will see that maybe some lower tier players in free agency that are remaining and then in the draft you will see the depth start being addressed but yeah great question
1: yeah and and mine's a B plus right for the free agency period and and the reason why I love that they went out more aggressive and got the guys that they wanted Ben Powers was a perfect fit for me I wanted him from the get go McGlinchey was kind of a someone who had a little question marks on, right? I, there, there might've been somebody out there that you could have got better, you know, for the money. Uh, so that that's the only thing I, not that I, I, I like McGlinchey. I think he's going to be, you know, I hope he's going to be a stud. There were some question marks. So that's kind of where I, I'm at with, with the B plus, they went out and addressed the offensive line, but they didn't address center, which I thought they should have. Mm-hmm. So the, that's the only thing that, that bothers me a little bit. And yet, and they still haven't addressed the emptiness of the running back room, right? They've got a running back, but they're still they still need to do that. So, from from my money, I guess if it were my money, I, there's a couple questions that I had. Overall, I love it. I love that they went out and spent the money and got the guys that they wanted. Mm-hmm. But still, for me, it's a B plus. I think there's I think I still think there's a downgrade from Draymond Jones to Zach Allen, okay. and I know that there's not much of one, but that that's another piece that kind of gives me a, a little bit of a pause. But you know, they changed the physicality obviously they changed the face of this offense with with this one offseason, really I think so that's that that to me is 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 great overall outlook on the team I don't want to be too overly optimistic right I just don't because you know last year I was really optimistic Russell Wilson coming in but I think that what they've done has made the team much better and I think that Russell Wilson, because of it, will be much better. He will be the Russell Wilson that we thought we were getting uh, when all the fans and analysts saw him traded, right? So my outlook on the team so far this offseason, I give it an A because they've addressed what they needed to address and they made the offense fit Russell Wilson better and he's going to be a better player. Now, the defense might take a little bit of a step back, but overall, I think they're going to be able to compete in the AFC West score points and the defense is still going to be able to hold its own. So I give it a pretty good outlook, but again, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic because <laughs> of last year, you know? So, but anyway, yeah. So we've got uh, Sparky coming in saying great show guys, my favorite show on mile. Well, thank you for that. Right, and we Martin. really appreciate that comment. So yeah, give us a like, give us a review, whatever, whatever you want, give us some support, h- however you want to show that, uh, that, but we really appreciate that comment because, yeah. you know, we just started the show out we're getting our feet under us. So we're going to continue to improve it and, and make it better for, for all you guys that, that come in here. So we really appreciate it. So Ron, I'm going to say goodbye. I, you can give us some famous last words, whatever you want, and then we'll we'll just uh, kind of go off into the night, so to speak.
2: Two words, Broncos country, cautious optimism. <laughs> you know, these, again, this this, this overall and free agency has been encouraging. It's been great to, to see uh, what the patents have done, um, to help make this team better. But I, I think we do have our best months, best seasons ahead of us with these, with these moves. Um, so we'll see what happens, uh, in the draft. And as we start, you know, OTAs into the season, but definitely great, encouraging to see, uh, the moves happen and let's go Broncos.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a great evening, Broncos fans, and we will see you next week.
2: All right. Thanks, guys.
1: I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast.